Guys, thanks for listening to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. I also want to thank the following sponsors for their support of this podcast. Without them, this podcast would not be possible. I want to thank the Go Hunt Insider, uh, Lorenzo Sartini and his crew over at Go Hunt. They have created the Insider, which is an amazing tool for you guys that are researching all these different western states and looking for which units to apply for and put in for. Uh, They also have the Go Hunt maps, the Go Hunt gear shop. Uh, Right now go to GoHunt.com, click sign up for the Insider, Uh, use the J. Scott promo code, you're going to get a $50 Go Hunt gear shop gift card just for signing up. Go Hunt's been with me since the beginning of 2015. When I started this podcast, they've been a very loyal title sponsor of this podcast. And I want to thank them for their support. Make sure to go and sign up for the Go Hunt Insider. Use the J. Scott promo code. Guys, I also want to thank Kuyu Ultralight Hunting. That's K-U-I-U.com. Kuyu Ultralight Hunting is a direct-to-consumer uh, brand that sells the best ultralight hunting equipment and gear on the market today. Uh, you can go to K-U-I-U.com, Kuyu.com, and order directly there on their website. I also want to thank Phonescope.com, Cheston, the guys over at Phonescope. Go to phonescope.com. Anything you order there, use the JScott23 promo code and you're going to get a 10% discount there at Phonescope. I also want to thank Lathrop & Sons, their custom boot system and custom footbed manufacturer. Uh, these guys are the boot doctors, the boot gurus. Um, they're very, very helpful. They know a lot about boots. Uh, I have switched this season to the Lathrop & Sons Encompass boot. Uh, that's what I've worn primarily on my coos deer and mule deer hunts in Mexico. And then I use the Mountain Hunter uh, for my sheep hunts, uh, specifically desert sheep. Uh, in any of that uh, more technical terrain, uh, Lathrop & Sons has a phenomenal 3D mapping imprints and, and tracing kit. Uh, they make custom orthotics, uh, just really, really comfortable, uh, very user-friendly boots and custom insoles. Uh, go to lathropandsons.com. To find out more information, you can also check out Lathrop & Sons on Instagram. They have three custom boot options, the Mountain Hunter, the Mountain Hunter Elite, and the Mountain Hunter Encompass, as well as the High Country Synergy Footbeds Custom. Uh, They also make all of these custom footbeds in wide and super wide, as well as the boots, which is rare for a boot manufacturer. Reach out to the owners, Stephen and James at Lathrop & Sons at 618-544-8782. That's lathropandsons.com. Guys, I want to thank you for supporting this podcast. Love to hear your feedback. Uh, Any questions you might have, you can reach out at jscottoutdoors at gmail.com. That's my email address. You can follow along on Instagram at jscottoutdoors. Always feel free to send me a direct message. Love hearing from you guys. And let's get right to these episodes. Guys, welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. Today we've got my friend, the glassing guru, Cody Nelson, the manager of optics at gohunt.com. Cody, how are you doing? 
I'm doing good, Jay. Uh, good to talk to you, and and uh, I think a happy birthday is in order, Jay. And and I'm I'm not going to wish you a happy Valentine's Day. Maybe <laughs> maybe Gene, but not you. <laughs> well, I already got my spankings today and uh, started started the day off right. I got 50 spankings today, so I've turned oh. the half century mark and. Um, not sure quite what I think about that, but, uh, yeah, I'm 50 today and I'm thankful to make it to 50. I know a lot of people don't make it to 50, so I'm happy to be here. I'm anxious to look forward to the next 50 years and see what kind of uh, adventures I can get myself into. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, great to have you on the podcast. I know the listeners get so much, um, joy and information out of, you know, hearing all your answers. I do have a slew of questions that I generated off of Instagram. Uh, guys, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. I want to thank you for supporting not only the podcast, but my Instagram and, uh, all of the birthday wishes that I've received. And, uh, over the last, you know, whatever it's been since 2015, all of the praise of the podcast and and the thanks and and everything, it's um, it means a lot, and I appreciate it. And um, again, yep, turning 50 today, I don't feel any different. I actually have uh, uh, been eating a lot better and kind of went on a keto slash carnivore diet on December 5th, and I know people are tired of hearing about it, but. Lost. Uh, I, I, I'm, at, I'm at like 169. I'm 6'2". I'm. I'm. I was already thin, but like every little ounce of body fat that I did have is is gone. I'm lean like I was when I was 18 or 20 years old, and um, I'm feeling really good. I'm sleeping really good. My joints feel good. Um, I'm not hungry anymore. Uh, it's just amazing when um, you know I made this this change uh, December 5th. Uh, I never would have dreamed I'd be here almost, uh, you know, end of February, or I guess middle of February and, uh, feeling as good as I did or as, as I do, it's, it's a direct, um, result of, you know, I've always, what you put in is, is important. And I was putting junk in and, and I was getting junk out. And, uh, so now I'm, I'm feeding my body good stuff and the bot, my body's really responding. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, um, that's You've even got me started down this road. And, it's and, awesome. Uh, it, it's a it's a long road to hoe, but it's uh, like I have been off of sugars now for um, three weeks. Well, no, I'm sorry. The sugars full uh, three weeks, and I have um, I am now off of. Uh, uh, I made the big plunge uh, over after the Super Bowl. Um, I am now off of all chips and I don't know, like I like to call them the carrier carbs. Yeah. So the, uh, the transport carbs is what I like to call them. But, uh, yeah, so we're, we are definitively heading down that road, my friend. So that's, yeah, I set a good example. Thank you. I have gotten, it's, it's kind of been overwhelming, Cody, to be honest with you. I posted a couple things on my Instagram and people that know me are smirking cause I am not, uh, I've never been a signature, you know, workout guy, diet guy, never have. Uh, I've actually kind of laughed and scoffed at it. But to be honest, um, I'm blown away with what your body will do if you just feed it correctly. And, um, you know, I get to eat eggs and bacon in the morning, you know, some fruit. I get to eat a ribeye steak for lunch and a ribeye steak for dinner. And, you know, if you'd have told me that, hey, this is the lifestyle diet that you're going to choose, I would be pinching myself because those are all the things i yeah. like to eat so 
you know, by cutting out breads and, and, you know, crappy carbs, um, my body's just, it's unbelievable how it's responded. But anyway, let's get into talking about optics today. Um, Cody, we're sitting here middle of the month of February. Uh, it's application season. Everyone is that well, and, and by the way, it's, it's applications due tonight by 1159. I think Jay, have you put in yet? Yep, I uh, applied. Oh, you I, did? Yep, I just uh, did bonus points across the board. I have some things that are going to uh, keep me from putting in or from, you know, actually hunting sure. uh, in September. I also am eyeballing a potential uh, deer tag or have a really good chance in Arizona. So um, I had to kind of pick one or the other. And, um, you know, so I've got a bunch of bonus points for elk, and one of these years I'll cash them in, and I think it would have been a phenomenal year to do that. Um, but like I said, I've got some stuff that uh, is not going to allow me to put the time in that I want, and for me it's important uh, to be able to, you know, devote the whole time uh, to a hunt, and, you know, even a couple weeks, I would like to spend the whole month, you know, chasing elk and, and sure. you know, doing it how I want to do it. So, um, well, I was I always think, Jay, it's amazing to just not to get completely sideways on this, but um, I have not put in yet, which I will be putting in here uh, shortly after we do the podcast. But um, I don't know why I started that trend years ago, but I always wait till the, the very last day. And and um, uh, I'm, I'm impressed that you are uh, that you are holding off that bankroll of, uh, of of bonus points that you have. So I'm. I'm uh, I'm impressed by that. Well, I mean, the amount of points I have, I can pretty much draw any archery tag in the state of Arizona, with maybe the exception of the 23s, because of the amount of tags that they allot. But, um, you know, it's one of those things that I've I've, you know, I've elk hunted a bunch, and I want it to be just perfect. And like I said, I'm I've got some things that are not going to allow me to put in the amount of time and so sure. I think I'm going to focus my efforts uh, elsewhere um, but yeah good luck to all the people out there applying um, I know guys um, got a lot of value out of some of the podcasts that I just did on elk and antelope and wish everybody the, the best of success in drawing I think it's going to be a fantastic year I think the moisture's great um, I think the timing of some of the seasons as far as moon phases and such are, are, are pretty awesome. So, um, Cody, we, uh, we had talked last and we had done a you know, Q&A podcast and we got even more questions after, uh, after we did that. So I want to go through some of these questions. Um, before we get into that, um, can you give us a little update on the Go Hunt Gear Shop, um, the optics department, everything you guys have going on there at Go Hunt? I know you have some new products, uh, yeah, some new stuff uh, in the store. So tell us about it. Well, first and foremost, Jerry, this, everybody uh, you know in the gear shop going on right now is the the President's Day sale, which is always. Uh, there's a lot of good values in there. I was kind of prison over it, and, and I think people would, would uh, find that uh, to be a, a, a mistake if they didn't hit some of that up right now. Um, so, yeah, the President's Day sale will go through uh, next Monday. So I believe that's the 21st. And uh, so they would, uh, I think, they, they, again, they find a lot of value. So go, you know, shop the, uh, the gohunt.com there. And, um, you know, Jay, we've been really concentrating you know, over the years of trying to put the best 
put the best together and, you know, listen to our clients and listen to our customers and, and, and put, uh, 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 you know, a, a really good collection of gear together. And so we have, you know, we've been adding products as, um, you know, as we go here and, and, uh, my, my guy, Ethan there at the shop is, is, is doing the buying duties and, and, and helping me out and, and, you know, getting this all together. He's just doing a fantastic job. And so it's really allowed us to, um, to really expand on, on, on some of these new products. And so one of the biggest categories that we're, we're operating now is, um, the red dots, you know, we've got red dots from six hour, uh, uh, loophole and and vortex um, loophole stuff will be coming in here this week but we've already got it from vortex and six hour what a huge um, you know we're getting a lot of questions on it now um, you're starting to see people you know use them for all different you know things whether it's their handgun shotguns you know for turkey or I mean uh, you know uh, uh, their AR style rifles uh, black rifles um, so that, that is, that was a huge category for us and it's, it's taken off and done very well so far. And, uh, so I would suggest people get on and look at that. Um, Jay, do you, do you see a bunch of uh, guys starting to show up and, and talk about and see it in, in your turkey camps with yeah. red dots on their shotguns? Oh yeah. I mean, everyone pretty much anymore is hunting with a red dot scope uh, for turkey. It's, it's more common to you know, have guys with red dot scopes than guys that, that don't. Um, so I would say it's, it's the majority now are shooting red dot scopes. Um, they're shooting, you know, they're going instead of the 12 gauge, a lot of them are going to the 20 gauge, the 410s, you know, with some of the apex ammunition and, and some of the TSS, no the, the tungsten super shot, um, you know, they're shooting smaller gauges, you know, 410s and 20s and, tricking them out and having red dot scopes so yeah it's uh it's taken over the turkey world well for sure. you uh you know I, jay i still um can say that my only turkey expedition has been with with you and um you know i i don't know that i'd call that an expedition that was more of an oh, assa no, was assassination assassination yeah, I mean, it was a 24-hour turnaround it was, it was what it was <laughs> but you know the bird <laughs> flew out of the tree came right to you and you shot it and you're like this is easy I, I was going to say, I, 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 we spent more time watching Remza and, and, and his wife and, and, uh, and I think the Colburns, you know, shooting turkeys than we did ourselves. Yeah, I remember so, that morning, it was the race to see who could text the other one the fastest to say bird down. Yeah, I think it, we won that it, one. That was a, that was a good breakfast for sure. But, um, yeah, I, I just, I'm fascinated by all the interest and, in, and it's, it's, it's just a, it's a pleasure to kind of bring these kind of things to to new customers and new, um, you know, and it's showing people, you know, that go hunts, you know, learning and, and growing and, and creating new paths. And, and, you know, we're just, we're trying to bring the best gear we can for our customers. So, um, and you know, it, it, it leads me to, you know, we're, we're bringing in, uh, the, the, you know, some loophole freedom line, um, you know, that's a, you know, it's a good quality entry level, you know, scope, um, so we're we're doing that. We're bringing in the vortex crossfire lines, and um, uh, we're bringing in you know the Sig Sauer, um, you know uh, on those entry levels, and you know all the way up to the BDX systems. And so there's all kinds of things happening. And you know I just ask people to get on the site, take a look around, reach out to us, ask questions. We're always here to answer those. 
Um, another one that's been pretty exciting is, is that the Sig Sauer uh, image stabilized, uh, you know, binoculars. Jay, the popularity of those um, continues to amaze me. Um, you know, I, I'm still a tripod guy at hand, um, but, you know, guys that have shimmers, guys that, you know, maybe they're riding around on a quad or, you know, ATV or, you know, uh, UTV or whatever they're doing, if they're, if they're, you know, got the engine running, you can hold those binoculars and with the image stabilizing engaged and on, it's amazing that it takes that, that, that shake out. And so there's, we're just, we're continuing to add that, you know, that system. Um, the, uh, you know, uh, we, we did talk about the COA, um, uh, spotting scopes that we added and the Highlanders and those have taken off real well. And, you know, so we do everything from the 550, uh, you know, fi the 55 series and the, uh, uh, the 66 series and the 77s and the 88s and the 99s. So those have all taken off real well and, and been very popular. Um, we've added Phoenix shooting bags. Uh, we've, uh, we've added hearing protection, uh, the decibels with the custom molds. Um, and, you know, the axles, you know, the, all the electronic ear, ear protection, I can't, um, I can't stress enough how important that is. Um, I think, you know, as well as I do over the years that you get around guns enough. And, and now that we are 50 uh, and above, I, I didn't, I didn't lead to my age there, but being, you know, 52 now, um, you know, you got to protect your hearing and your eyes as good as possible, but. Um, yeah, we're bringing in a, a bunch of new products from Slick. Uh, you know, their aluminum tripod series that we've been we've had a lot of su success with. Um, so yeah, Jay uh, Loophole Eyewear. That's another one that's been real popular. Um, you know, the Loophole Eyewear that's it's also range and you know ANSI certified. So that's uh, that's always a good thing. So we're we're continuing to, to bring stuff in, and, and we we're, we still got a bunch to go. You said something there um, about the slick tripods. Did you mean carbon fiber? Because you said aluminum. But no, no, no. Yeah, we're we're actually bringing in. We we actually do the slick uh, in the CF Pros in the in the carbon fibers. Mm -hmm. uh, but we we actually are bringing in some of the slick aluminum tripods. Okay. You know the seven hundred DXs, the <clears throat> the um, the Pro uh, AL three two threes, three two fours. Um, we've just, there's a certain, um, uh, uh, economic value to them, Jay, that, um, is, is helping us out a lot, um, and helping a lot of, you know, different customers that, that maybe don't want to put the money into it that you might spend on a, you know, on a, on a higher value uh, tripod, which is fine. And, and so we're, we're trying to give people choices, um, and trying to give people the opportunity to, to use, you know, uh, like that 700 DX if somebody was going to purchase a bigger, heavier tripod with, you know, uh, flip locks, um, that they, you know, we're going to use like for a bigger, you know, spotting scope or twins, you know, uh, big eyes or, you know, BTX system. Um, that would be an excellent piece for that. But yeah, so we're, we're, we're just trying to expand our offering. Good stuff. Well, um, let's dive into some questions. If you think of anything else, um, you can add it in. Sure. Uh, Got a question here. Have you checked out the new Swarovski ATC STC nice packable version? What do you think? You know, uh, Jay, I've, I've played with it, oh, I guess on three or four different occasions now. Um, and I have, you know, I, I, I think I've said this before, but 
Um, it's everything that I would ask for and want out of a uh, a, uh, a small uh, packable uh, spotting scope. Um, you know, I, I, I I've been asking for that for years. Um, I still have uses for my bigger, heavier, you know, optics, but um, there are times when it's when when I when I think it's uh, a good thing to have, you know, a, a set of binoculars with you and just go run up and and maybe you're going to look at the you know head of a canyon or something where the distances aren't far and and you know you're you're going to maybe try to snap some quick pictures or do something. Um, it, I guess it just depends on what you're doing. Uh, maybe you're backpacking solely and and weight is of every you know bit of concern. Uh, and, and maybe even more so that you know than that space. Um, I think with its, I don't know what I want to call unibody, you know, design. You know, there's there's no connections. You're not putting you know two pieces of glass together. But it's no modular um, system. Oh yeah, it, I mean it's incredibly incredibly efficient. So if you the were IPs, doing like a dull sheep hunt and you wanted a spotting scope, would that be the hunt where you're doing it on your in your backpack? Would that be the spotting scope that you would? Yeah, take? I, I I I absolutely do. I mean, if you think about it, Jay, you know, an exit pupil on on that with a 56 millimeter. Um, if you have an exit pupil of about two um, at at 28, you know, power. Um, the fact of it is, is that um, that's a fair chunk of magnification away or uh, improvement over your, your, you know, your tens or twelves that you may be using. And, um, you know, I think when you get up into the 35, uh, power, it, it, I mean, it's still doing pretty good. And, uh, you know, I, I do, I think that there's a certainly going to be a really good balance. And, and I think, you know, especially with, with guys that are doing the ultralight backpacking stuff and, and the older we get. And, um, there's so many customers that I talk to that are, that are trying to lighten their load. And, um, and, you know, they realize that when you give up, you know, objective lens, you're giving up exit pupil and, you know, you know, for, for the same power, um, or same magnification. And, and people realize that you're, you are compromising a little bit, but some people are willing to, 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 to take that. And, and that may be for somebody, you know, or may not be for somebody. But um, the, the beautiful thing is, is that we have that choice. And I think that, that between the ATC, STC, and, and the COA uh, 553 and 554, I think those are two incredible pieces of gear. And, and you know, it just is what it is. I prefer the eyepiece on the, on the ATC only because it's the same size and the same aperture as what I look through when, when we're looking through the ATX or S STX. Um, but that's a personal thing, but uh, we've sold several of the, uh, the 553s and 554s from Koa and they've done, they've done amazing. So, um, excellent, excellent pieces of glass. So have you yeah, heard I of anybody trying to make twin spotters out of them? You know, Jay, uh, that, that subject came up, um, pretty early on, people wanted to do it, and and I'm not saying that it shouldn't be done. Um, I I will tell you that in order to make it so that it's possible, um, you have to have the widest eye sets. Um, so anybody so my that, squinty that, beady eyes wouldn't work. No, yeah, anybody that has to put their binoculars close together, unfortunately, would not be able to use those. Um, and then you know, I guess I have the other question is is that you know, somebody might want to put them together so that they have a 17 by 56, but 
there's you know and you want to be able to turn the you know power up on one side i understand it but then at the same time we've already got a 1556 so i you know i don't know there's there's a part of me that would be like well i think it's a little bit well mean, it's I what a 17 by 44 by 56 well it would be a yeah, 17 by 40, 40 by 56 is what it would be so technically if you go max power you could be 40 by 56 twin twin spotters well as long as it'll line up right so it doesn't just because they line up at 17 doesn't mean that they'll they'll line up at at uh, at at 40 next question uh, I already have a quality 10 by 42 piece of glass what's the next glass I should purchase Oof. um for me it would be totally on what you're hunting and what your focus would be but you know jade naturally for me and just the country you know we live in um i i i would be you know i would be looking for a, a 15 you know uh, or 18 or something in that you know big glass and, and be able to glass long distances of you know but that person may have really good glass and and do fairly well with that and and what he wants to do is couple complement it with a with a spotting scope and um personally i'm more apt to to lean on on the 15 by 56 or or you know 18 by 56 or something in that range and then go to a spotting scope but yeah for me yeah. it would be a function of you know are you hunting coos deer mule deer sheep are you in arizona are you yeah. are you up you know in utah where you're Utah, Colorado, Montana, are you looking at primarily deer and elk, mule deer and elk? Okay, maybe go with the, the 1042 you already have, and I would probably go to a spotter. If you're, you know, more yep. down in Arizona and New Mexico and maybe Nevada where you're looking at desert sheep, you're looking a long distance, you know, go with the 15s. That's exactly um, right. Okay, next question. How much better is the BTX 115 versus the BTX 85? worth it question mark even for occasional backpacking trip so someone is trying to decide whether the BT btx 115 or the btx 85 i'll let you answer this cody but my thing is like it's that's a modular system so why not have both um but he's wanting to know if the 115 is that much better and then he brings up backpacking I wouldn't well, backpack with the BTX 115 myself. That's yeah, that too would much be, uh, cargo that, there. Yeah, I, I, I would not backpack with it. But, um, I mean, for me, it's the numbers thing. The exit people is so much higher on, on a 115 than it is the 85 that, I mean, I understand the value of it and the reason why because – I use the BTX 115 for almost all of my scouting and, and big looks. And, and, you know, when I know that I'm going to be helping somebody or glassing for, you know, an, a, a, an area that I know the game are in, you know, that I, I'm waiting until I find what I, it is we're looking for, I'm using the BTX 115. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, because it's, got a, it's just super easy to look through. It's super bright and, and, you know, quite frankly, there's nothing wrong with the, the BTX 85, but I, I'm, I'm just not pack. I'm not going to pack around seven in, in three quarter pounds just to do it. Um, I, I could be just success, successful with it, with a BTX 85, you know, in a backpacking situation. Uh, getting so ready to buy a set of 12 by 42 NL Pures. 
any chance of the 15 NL Bino before I commit? You know, that's a, God. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's funny, Jay, is that I realized um, I, I've been pelted with this question probably four or five times now. Oh. Um, so it's show season. Everybody's been around. Everybody's been talking. Everybody's, and, and look, I, 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 want, I want to state this for the record. I talk to Swarovski at every instance I can and, and, and let them know what, what I hear from people and also what, what those people are saying they'd like to see. And I'm a huge fan of the NLs, and I think that they're an incredible piece of glass. I think they're here to stay. Um, I would love to see the expansion you know, into a bigger piece of glass uh, I don't know what that means. I was, I mean, to be truthful, honest, when, when they, when, when we knew the NL was coming, I was a little surprised by the 1242 and I'll, I'll say it again. I'm, I would be absolutely just ecstatic about, you know, some form of a bigger, you know, whatever 1556 nl well even more than that how how nice would it be if it would you know because of the wide field of view that you get with the nl why not kick it up to 18 or 20 power i mean unbelievable let us just let us just drool all over ourselves but that is i have not heard anything so i don't think it's a deal to hold off on a purchase because you're thinking it's in the pipeline because i have not heard anything about it i would just tell people First of all, Swarovski like that. Any of these companies, none of these companies do anything like ultra fast like that. And you know they have to have the the ability to produce it and keep it up and and get it in the hands of people. And and boy, am I what you hit it right on the money with the field of view. You give us a bigger 15, 16, 18, whatever it is. You give that to us with a with a wider field of view. And you retain that same glass quality, and and boy, um, you've got my attention. So. Next question: Thought on SFLs eights versus tens. You know, um, uh, yeah, the SFLs are um, a new piece of glass, Jay from uh, from Zeiss. Um, I think when they were building those, I, it's you know just my my gut. You know, just because of where they came in, I, I think they were basically brought in and built to compete and directly be around that 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 ten by forty two uh, SLC you know range. Um, I think they did a really good job with them. I used them for a month, um, well, maybe a little bit longer than that. Uh, you know, back in September, and I was pleasantly surprised with that piece of gla- glass and. And I would absolutely recommend them to anybody. Um, the, the, you know, it's, it's basically just a 10 to 42 um, uh, SFL, or I'm sorry, a 10 to 40 SFL or an 8 to 40. And I would just tell somebody that if, you know, the beautiful thing is they're both tripod mountable. They've got a, a spot for the, a, a stud up front. Um, so I would tell anybody that uh, if you feel like you need the, the, the handheld, you know, stability, you know, but, uh, you know, with, you know, incredibly bright glass and, 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 you know, good, you know, wide field of view, then do the eight by, um, forties. But if you're, if you're looking, you know, to have just a little bit more magnification still with that four millimeter exit pupil, you know, tripod mounted, 
Um, they're lightweight. They're, I mean, they just do it. They did a fantastic job with that piece of glass. And I would, you know, I would tell somebody that if they want to, you know, call me, you know, we can get into the, the specifics, but, um, you know, the, the difference between the two is just, do you want handheld and stability or do you want a little bit more power and, 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 uh, you know, and, and a little bit less exit people. That's what it comes down to. Top five barn, bino harnesses. Oh, geez. Um, uh, you know, for me, marsupial, um, certainly, you know, that, that fits me well, works well with me. They've been, you know, super, super supportive of us. Um, they've done a great job with, with offerings. Um, and they're moving into the new building. I can't wait to see that deal. But, um, so I would tell you that, um, that marsupial, then you've got Stone Glacier. I've used that now uh, a few times and been pleased with that. Um, the uh, uh, the Mystery Ranch. There's another one that that's good. Um, uh, uh, Outdoor Vision. Um, their new 2.0 seems to do pretty good. Um, we just brought on uh, uh, you know the Muley Freak, and I, I I have not used it in the field yet. I've played with it, held it. Um, seen it and you know it's a non-magnetized um, you know version uh, and that seemed that system has seemed to have done really really well um, um, yeah so that that's a new product for us um, uh, yeah I mean I don't know there's there's a bunch out there and I think that you know um, I think what guys really need to do is that um, uh, they need to try them they need to put them on they need to, you know, walk around with them in the house before, or, you know, wherever they're looking at them at. Um, because, like, I know guys that, like, Jay, I know you've used the Kuyu. Um, and, uh, and you know, there's just, there's so many out there. Some guys like the FHF gear, but, you know, um, there's just so much stuff out there that I think it's important with, with bino, uh, you know, harnesses. I think guys really need to, to try them on and make sure that they fit, make sure they ride where they, they want to ride. And, and, uh, and that, you know, also that the binoculars, you know, are able to come out and go in, in the fashion, quietness, um, less movement than, you know, than what it takes, especially if you're stalking, you know, make sure they're quiet. Um, there's a lot that goes into it and I hope I've answered that guy's question, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a, 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 a bunch of good stuff out there for sure. Razor UHD, how do they compare to other high-end op optics? Or excuse me, other high-end options, Razor UHDs? Well, I, I mean, they're, they're right up there. They're pushing that ceiling as, as much as, you know, a lot of the others are. When they switched over to the, uh, um, uh, uh, the you know uh, abiconic prisms. Um, I mean, you know, they, they got. I think it was a definitive improvement over the razors, um, and I think they compete really, really well. Um, I think sometimes guys have a picture that, you know, uh, improvements. Jay start going up in dollar amount. Is it you know if you spend X, you're going to get fifty percent more performance? And I don't. I don't think the, the ratio works like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, they do a fantastic job and compete very well. And I would say that if you choose a, a UHD and you, you know, um, you choose the appropriate power, 
or magnification, put it on a tripod and, you know, and, and learn how to glass. I think you're going to be very successful. Are there particular binoculars that are better than others when wearing eyeglasses? Um, yeah, eye relief becomes very important. Um, you know, I would tell you that the higher-end glass that you purchase, and like we were talking UHDs, you know, you start getting into the to the Leica Noctavids and Ultravids and, you know, uh, the Swarovski uh, ELs and NLs have, have certainly, um, I, I, I mean, just going off of the sales and the questions I get and people talking to me and then, buying them and then calling me and telling me that holy cow they've never been able to see like this before um i would tell you uh probably um eight and a half by 42 els um uh, you know 10 by 42 els 10 by 42 nls um you know the the, the like i said the 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 like octavids um i you know i i really think guys need to 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 do their best to put their eyes behind them with their glasses on and take a look at them. But, um, I've always found that the, the, e, I mean, if I just had to name one off the top of my head, ELs have always been an exceptional, um, uh, uh eyeglass wear, uh, uh, you know, uh, optic for sure. Thoughts on 18s versus 15s. Will Swarovski come out with 18s? Thoughts on Vortex 18s? <laughs> wow, we've never heard that. Never heard that question before. Um, 18s versus 15s. Uh, I prefer the the 15s and the wider field of view and the greater exit pupil over the power of the 18. But that doesn't mean um, that there's not a place or time. If you're a guy that maybe relies a little bit more on the power of the 18 because maybe you've got a 10 or a 12 that you're using behind that, you know, like as your chest glass, and you're not going to use a spotting scope, Jay, it's, a, it, it's becoming so much more popular for people to use an 18 or, you know, 15 or whatnot instead of a spotting scope. And I think it's really important for guys to know that, you know, I mean, it, it, once you start using those off of a tripod and, and glassing for a length of time, it's almost like people then go, oh, well, man, I, I love this. And, you know, where, where they buy all the, they, you know, sometimes they buy a spotting scope and they just don't use it because they, they can't stand looking through it. So um, 15s and 18s, uh, you know, I, again, I prefer the 15s, but yeah, I mean, you, you got to look into that option because... It, yeah, I think people are missing, you know, glassing techniques if they're if they're not utilizing utilizing that that the magnifications. Recommended lens cleaning techniques. Um. Well, that that's that's a two part question for me. Uh, field cleaning. I always have a, a dust brush like lens pen with me um, that I try to you know clean the dust off and and that stuff as as much as I can. Um, I always have lens wipes with me and I, I always have like a, a, a little spuds or chamois or, um, uh, you know, with me as well. Um, that's my field cleaning kit. Um, typically I always have in my truck, uh, compressed air, you know, like in a, 
uh, you know, like the dust off or, you know, whatever it is for office cleaning. But I try to, you know, blow things out, keep them clean. Um, I also normally have like a, a, a like a little bottle of, of spray wash, you know, like I use our Zeiss spray wash kit to do that. Um, I, and I use that, Jay, mainly when I know that there's a lot more dust and maybe there's, you know, maybe, you know, like, I don't know, I mean, I've sneezed on my op optics before, got, you know, something on them and didn't mean to, and, and there's something on there that's just a little bit more sticky, tacky, and, and so, like, I'll spray them down with, with a, uh, um, you know, with, with a, a Zeiss spray and, and then use a, a lens wipe, and, and that seemed to take care of it, and, and if, if it's been a real long hunt and it's super dusty and, and things have gotten caked on or in there, um, I, I'm not opposed to running them, um, you know, uh, under hot water, um, you know, with the eye cups, you know, removed and get all that, you know, stuff out of the pockets and deep stuff and, and then go back in and blow them out with a, with a compressed, you know, air. And, you know, it, it it's really kind of a, you know, a, a two or three phase system for me. Best spotting scope under a thousand bucks. Um, yeah, you know, we're, we're, um, Viper certainly has to be a part of that conversation. Um, and I'm assuming we're talking basically 65 millimeter, you know, 80 millimeter, you know, that sizes, um, you know, we, you know, we sell the razor that's under a thousand for the, the 50 millimeter, but I, 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 that would only be for, you know, specific, specific use or backpacking or something like that. But, um, I would, I would say like the SX pro, uh, four and, and the, uh, the, um, and the Viper would be the two that I would look at. And, and we should have the SX pro, uh, the SX four pros in the, uh, in the shop any day now. Thoughts on Razer HD, already a stretch in price. Let's see. So, oh, saving for Razer UHD or Swaros. Thoughts on Razer HD, already a stretch in price for me, but I, am I better off saving? Um, you know, Jay, I, I, this question gets talked about a lot, but um, you know, I would, I, I mean, look, I'm a sucker for good glass and I always feel like, you know, the better glass I have, the more confidence I have. And I know that maybe is shallow, but, um, um, I just know what it does for you in the long run over time. And, and I, I'm not saying not to buy the rate, you know, everybody's got to decide for themselves what, what their, what their financial situation is and, you know, and, and to me, that would be a question of, well, how many, you know, how long am I going to have to save? Or, you know, if it's a save, if, if it's a deal, you're saving just a couple months, then I would, I would save and, and do what you got to do to buy the best class you can afford. If, if you're talking about another year or two years or three years or whatever it is, then, then I would say buy the best class you can afford now and, and keep saving and, and try to, you know, do that to where you can get into where you want to be in a few years from now. So, um, I just always would tell you buy the best class you can afford. Why aren't binocular lenses polarized or at least attachments? You know, that's an interesting question. Um, you know, I know that, uh, 
there's been some some uh, I think Steiner has done some some things with that and and I I would literally have to ask that question. Um, I know that that the biggest thing is is that um, I, you know it, it's the light gathering for me is that you know uh, that's always been kind of a funky thing is that if you have something that's reflective on the outside and um, I, I, I just would tell you that I, I think that there's there's probably some really good reasons to, to answer that question you know from a real technical standpoint um, but I, uh, I, I I beyond the uh, beyond the the Steiners that I know that used to have the the, the cat eye you know shadings to them I, I don't believe that those were polarized but um, I don't know I, I that would be a good question, and I, I would definitively, I will search that answer for you. Best all-around bino spotter combo, if you could only have one of each, I know it's a hard question. Well, you know, Jay, this kind of lends itself to that, you know, you and I have had, been having that conversation about the 1242s, and, you know, if you only get one binocular, you know, and, and you got to pin me down to something like it would be hard for me not to take a 10, or, I mean, I'm sorry, a 1242 NL pier right now. You know, if I didn't, if I couldn't use 15, then I, you know, I had to nail it down because I have a 12 with a, with a field of view of a 10. And, and then you give me a, you know, a, you give me an ATX, uh, or I'm sorry, an STX 85 or a, you know, like a 25 to 50 STS 65, um, 25 to 50. Um, I could go a long way and be real successful with those two pieces of glass for me. Big eyes or BTX? You know, the big eyes is, is still pretty popular. Um, still getting quite a bit of questions about them. And I, I, you know, Jay, we, you and I have gone round and round about this and not in a bad way, but you know, I know why you like them, and it's and, and, and it's a good feel of view. It's a great power. Um, it's straight. Um, I think that's one of the biggest advantages of of the um, uh, you know of the big eyes is that you can have them in a straight tube, and you know you can't do them in a in a uh, um, or at least we've never seen it done that way. But um, but you know they they just work real good that way. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I've been so incredibly happy with the BTX, and yeah, full disclosure, that's what I sell. But I also sell all the spotting scopes that make up big eyes. I can have any option I want. I can do you know whatever I want. Um, I, I love the fact that that guys are putting them together and 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 making you know bigger systems. But at a certain point, like I just start thinking about weight, space, size. You know, and do, am I going to pack it around? Am I not? I still think for myself, I love the versatility of the BTX and the and the and the different sized eyepieces. Um, you know, and then along with my you know with my AT or my STX, you know, being able to switch out to the spotting scope. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's for me. But um, I know I know you love your your twenty five to fifty by sixty fives, and 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 I think that's a you know, that's a good system if, if you want to use the straight tubes. For me, the difference, I have both and I use both. Um, 
the reason I use the Big Eyes more than the BTX is a couple reasons. One is I like the straight eyepiece of the yep. of the Big Eyes. Um, the angled is not my favorite. Uh, you know, I think if Swarovski made the BTX in a straight eyepiece, if they could do that, I think it would be killer. Um, the 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 twins having the ability to be on an animal at the lowest power and see a buck at a distance and be able to just stay on it on my left eye crank the right eye to 50 power and then you know close my left eye now i'm fully focused on my right eye without even moving um you know basically only having to move my hand and go okay yeah that's not the buck we're looking for and then crank right back down to 20 uh you know power is to me to having that variability to be able to zoom in and zoom out or in the case that i zoom in in my right eye and it's at 50 i'm like ooh, that's a really good buck i can immediately zoom in on my left eye and now i'm looking at it through 50 power and I haven't even had to reach into my bag for a spotting scope. Right. For me, the BTX, you know, the angled. And I've got to think, I've got to think someday. I've got to think. <laughs> and it just opens up a can of worms. But if I'm a dreamer, which I am, and I'm an optimist like I am, Swarovski come out with a variable BTX that you can then have a whole different, you know, variability of power range. Um, I think that would be fantastic. Both the BTX and the twins that I use are Swarovski, so it's like I'm using the best of the best. But for me, the straight eyepiece uh, and the vari- variability, very quickly be able to be variable is is why I use the twins. Yeah, uh, I um, yeah, the twins, Jay. I think is, you know, at, at a certain level. You know, we keep pairing things together. We keep getting bigger and better. And, and and there's some really awesome pieces of glass that are getting put together from the color side of things. And and, and, and even the Swarovski and, you know, with the 80s. And, and I don't take it out away from anybody or anything. But at a certain point, like the whole reason that I loved the BTX from the very start was is that I didn't have to carry the Coas anymore at 13 pounds. Right. So if you take the most popular offering, and I sell more of the the BTX ninety fives than I do anything else, just you know middle of the road people want good performance, but yet it's still only just a little over six pounds. That that is a really really that's a force to be reckoned with when you take that you know in a good tripod and that and and go sit on a hill, you're. I mean, you can do a lot of damage with finding game that way, and I, I just there's just something to be said that you know I know we can keep trying you know combinations, but at, at what point do we keep you know how much bigger in the pack do you want to get? And 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 I think that the products that are being made today, and Adam has you know done a great job with the twins, and and you know some of the other guys, you know Benny and those guys aren't making those parts anymore. I think it's awesome that we're getting this kind of, you know, revved up. And the best part is, is I get to sell both. I just, you know, I, I sell the, you know, I sell the parts to both. So, um, I, I don't know. I just, I, I'm enamored with the, the, the versatility of the X series and, and that's just my choice. 
Is Swarovski really worth the price difference between the Vortex Razor UHDs? Yeah, I mean, I think I answered that. Um, I just think that there's just, you got to look at what you're getting and the value. Um, I think that there's just slightly smaller little intangible things that, that happen, you know, the higher you go up on the glass scale. Um, and, and again, I just, I want to be perfectly clear. It's not saying that one glass is a bad piece of glass or not. Um, I just, you know, I can find the value. And even if it, if you told me that it was 1%, I'll take the, I'll take whatever advantage I can get out of those pieces of glass as I go. And it, 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 it's, there are some people that, that won't see that and, and that's okay. That's, that's why, again, I always say it, we have chocolate and vanilla and you have to make a choice of what, what works for you. And there's a lot of people that use the UHDs, HDs, you know, um, that, that have been very successful and do a very good job. And I, 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 I absolutely think that if that's your, if, if that's what makes you successful and, and makes you happy, I think that that's what you should do. But yeah, you know, for me, um, if like, we're just comparing a 1556 SLC versus the UHD, um, I, I prefer the 15 power in the field of view. And, and that's, that's, I'll, I'll take that, you know, every day. So, but yeah, I think it's just a, a guy's got to make that decision for himself. All right. Last question here. Looking for lightweight 65 millimeter spotter. Um, SX4, a good option for $700 or so, 30% off loophole. Yeah, I mean, if he's getting, if he's getting that, he's probably got like a pro deal or some kind of a guide outfitter or, you know, a military discount or first responder, whatever he's getting. And you can buy, I, I would tell you that that's a fantastic piece of glass, especially for that. Um, yeah, I mean, one hundred percent. I mean, I have no no qualms saying that 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 SX four would would do great for that. Awesome. Well, Cody, thanks for pounding through these questions. Um, want to give you a chance to uh, tell the listeners anything else you want them to hear, um, and just thanks for spending the time and and uh, yeah, thanks it, for coming on. It, yeah, it's it. It always seems, Jay, the the amount of questions that we get. I know that you could we could probably do this for two more hours, but um, you know, if people would like to reach out to me, they can do so at at seven zero two eight four seven eight seven four seven. You know, they can reach me at optics at gohunt dot com. They can email me at cody at, at gohunt dot com, or uh, you can reach me on my cell six zero two three nine nine. 3699. I'm happy to help you in any way I can. That's kind of the red um, phone number there. That's the old bat line. Well, yeah, it, you know what? It seems to the work. Old, the old 602-399-3699 is kind of the bat. Yeah, that's guys. the bat phone. <laughs> well, I still, there's people that dial that number. Sometimes they'll go, is this Cody from like, you know, like the J. Scott pocket? Yeah, this is he. And then they'll say, well, I didn't expect to get a hold of you. I'm like, well, I didn't know who else was going to answer that thing. <laughs> who else is answering my phone? <laughs> <laughs> it's me. I, I, yeah, I'm paying the bill on that sucker. So, yeah, it's me who answers. Yeah, how can I help you? That's so, awesome. Jay, that's, 
that that's the best part of this is is that I hear back from so many people. And you know, when you work at, at a, again at a company like Go Hunt that 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 allows us to, you know, I, I pinch myself every day because I I get to literally answer questions and talk to people about what I love to do most, you know, in my free time other than you know my kids and my wife and and hang out with them is 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 being being in in uh, in God's country looking at deer and elk and and everything else that I can get my hands on that. Um, that that it, it just it amazes me when people call and then they sit you know they they go on these hunts and people's whole experience has been turned into this positive experience of i found more game than i ever have or you know i got my son into you know hunting and he 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 never liked it and now he's 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 glued to glass because he it's it we have a content that no matter how you figure it out people love to get outdoors and it's opening people's eyes and and working at Go Hunt has just allowed me to really really help people do that on, on a scale that I didn't know was possible and hey. and Jay and, and 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 as a thank you to you when we get to do this podcast I I can't tell you how many times and I know that you and I share messages back and forth and. But it it's 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 humbling how much we get to to help people out in in in, in the in you know in the field and and we're not we're not sitting there with them but we we get to we get to pass it along we get to help out. Speaking of helping out, can you help me out with something? I need you to pass along to Brady and Trail to stop drooling on Lorenzo's big buck antlers that are dark <laughs> antlered. Because if they drool on them anymore, they're going to turn white antlers. And the dark horns that the, of those bucks, I need them to stay dark. I would tell you what, those things, I... I, I mean, the tips I are polished seen, up. I have not Trail and them Brady in my own have just, hands. But I will tell you this, Lorenzo told, you know, told me and, and he said that was one of the best camps he'd ever been in. And he, I mean, what an absolute, you, you had like a rock star group with you there that time, Jay. Holy yeah, cow. We definitely had the A team there for sure. Yeah. And, uh, you had Kramer's along and you had, you had Kramer along. Clay and, Bundy and, and Parker and, and, and Preston and the Todd the, brothers. The whole crew, Preston. Oh yeah. We uh, had. It had, doesn't. Had the full hey, deal the, going, the, so it's awesome. Are, are, are the Preston boys not just a group of just absolute go-getters or what? Oh, yeah. I just, you know, where are you? I'm at the top peak. Well, what what top peak? The top peak. I'm like, you just left 15 minutes ago. There's no <laughs> way I'm looking at this top peak. They're like, yeah, look, I'll wave, and they're at the top. I'm like, holy smokes. That would have taken me like three hours. They're there in eight minutes. It's unbelievable. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, Cody, thanks for having me on, or thanks for coming on. I appreciate you coming on and spending time with us. Um, guys, reach out to Cody. Uh, you've got his numbers. Um, you can text him always and get a piece of advice, 602-399-3699. Um, also, you can send him emails. I'll list those in the show notes. And um, God bless you, buddy. I'll catch you down the yep. road, okay? God bless you. Happy birthday. Give my best to Gene. Uh, I'll see you when you get back to, to town and um, yeah we, I, I've got some good ideas for the next couple three podcasts so awesome um, yeah we'll have some fun alright buddy take care thank you sir bye